welcome back to episode number 79 of the Talk Norwich City podcast. I'm buzzing for this one. We have Norwich City legend, Hall of Famer, Mr. Grant Holt. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Good to have you along. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> leave him hanging out. <laughs> 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 I love that. You're um, I That's wanted to tell me there's a park outside, but there isn't. <laughs> Oh, mate, that is an embarrassing <laughs> park up there, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't take the kids to it. But anyway, it's um, fine. Looking straight ahead of me, we've got a book here called Bragging Rights. Um, Norwich City legend, scored three against Ipswich. Not on it. Not on the front cover. It's amazing, man. What's yeah. going on there? So is this saying that, you know, Crofty Wes was more influential at Pro- that time? Probably. ED as well, huh? Yeah. Lee Croft, I'm sure. No, I've got the back there. man, flecky look. Yeah, I mean, there's some good players on there, isn't there? Um, how's things anyway? You're Ooh. very busy. I am busy. I'm busy, busy, busy. Um, it's one of the things when I always said I'd, I'd retire when I had loads of stuff on and when I had mm. little difference of kind of things to do. And then I was still going to play this year and I had a couple of offers to go back in the league and they said, do you want to keep going? And I was like, well, I do. And then I got BT said, I'll give us 15 games this year. I've already done 12 for them this year. I've got another um, five already lined up. Then obviously Langley approached me about doing the football academy. Then I got approached by Norwich to uh, start doing coaching with them. And then obviously I do the bus stuff for Norwich. So it was kind of like, right, I think it's maybe the time yeah. I need to hang the boot up. So that's what I've done. And now I just do, um, I still play for Roxham every now and again when I can. Yeah. And then obviously I, I play for Horsford Vets on Sunday and, and do all that. So pretty busy. And how's the vet stuff going? Good. Are you feeling it today? It's a Monday. Yeah, it's you Game at the weekend? Yeah, we played Kringleford yesterday, so I'm a little bit uh, sore. Ecky from Blue Joanna had some kind words to say about you. Oh, was it? It was Hux playing? Yeah, no, his hamstring's still sore. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, and Adam, Adam's hamstring's sore, yeah. Classic. <laughs> Come up against you and suddenly pull an injury. Well, no, they've been injured for ages. Have they? Yeah. So you're obviously the athlete then, you know, still going, no injuries. <laughs> Some would say I'm never quick to get hamstrings, so <laughs> that's what I say. Um, I was on your Wikipedia earlier, and the opening line is Grant Holt, born 12th April 1981, is an English professional wrestler. So you're now a wrestler rather than a former professional footballer. There you go. Wrestling. How does it? How did this all come about? Because I thought you were going to say, "How does Wikipedia come about?" I was going to say, "I don't know." I think anyone can <laughs> just log on and do whatever they want on it. Well, maybe you changed it, did yeah, you? Yeah, well, that was probably me. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the wrestling then. Right. Um, that's. I'm seeing you all over Twitter, mainly over Rob Butler's Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he popped the question in later. Wrestling. Talk to me about it. Big event coming up at Car Road. Car Road. Yeah. So basically, it all started out last year. So. When I was at Barrow last year, I got a, I got a phone call off Rob Butler saying, look, is there any chance for the WAW you can do this wrestling event yeah. for charity? So basically, the WAW do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't see in terms of events and this, that and the other. And they're doing an event for a little boy um, who had cancer. So they were raising money for him mm. and giving him all the money. So I said, can you come to this event? I said, what do I need to do? They went, I'll oh, just come in and do a little bit or something yeah. like that. So I was like, right, I'll definitely do it. Yeah. So... I said, but I can't confirm because I don't know what's happened with Barrow. It's cut long story short, I couldn't do it because of Barrow. So okay. I said to them, right, this June, I'm definitely going to retire. So this was in my mindset last year. So put an event on and then I'll definitely do it and we'll raise whatever money you want for charity and then we'll pick where my 10% goes to charity kind of thing. And that's how it started. Okay. So w- when Rob made that phone call, was the idea for you to be in the ring or just kind of no, just Grant Holt appears? Just go in and do something. Okay. Kind of a, so, some appears, do whatever. Yeah. So okay. I was like, that's fine. I've done wrestling before as a kid. Yeah. Be a piece. Of- You've done it as a kid. 
Well, yeah, everyone does it, kid. Well, not like in a ring, though. It's still the same, isn't it? It's a normal thing. What do you mean? We don't wrestle each other down south. What do you do? (laughs) Play that rugby game where everyone taps each other and you can't tackle anyone anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but it's different, surely. You're not like suddenly wrestling in your front room to going in a ring. Surely that's different. Well, well, no, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't think it was going to be different. Right, okay. I thought it'd just be a thing. So anyway, me being me, as soon as I retired at the end of the year, I was like, right, if I want to do it, this event next year, I want to do it properly. Mm. Because yeah. that's the athlete comes in and saying, yeah. right, I want to do this. So I've started training. Then we've done a little bit. Then I've done a, a rumble and obviously won. Then I get involved in it think, well, hang on a minute. If I want to, so if we're going to really do this thing and I'm going to get 10% of charity, I want to mm. really do it. Mm. So obviously one of the charity partners is the Big C, which yeah. is really close to, obviously, my heart. Was it's it? a certificate right there. Mm. there. Which is really close wow, to me. Oh, yeah. um, losing my dad and stuff. And at the moment, we've got people in the company of WOW going for that. So... That's kind of what we've done. So I said, well, hang on a minute, let's approach Norwich and see if we can get Norwich City. And thought, mm-hmm. now they won't do it. And then basically <laughs> they backed me again and said, right, we're going to do it for you. Um, we're going to let you do it this day, blah, blah. And Amazing. perfect. So it's that there. Yeah. So now, now it's built up. Now we've announced Mick Foley's coming. Yeah, mad. Mick Foley's coming to Carroll Road, which is. Did Billy Sharp help with that? No, we'd already, we'd already agreed that. So <laughs> okay. we were really. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't happy he'd done that because he's already agreed. So, which was quite ironic, really, that he picked yeah. him of all the people. Um, and it's going well. We just, as I said, people's been talking back and forward about it. Look, it's going to be a fantastic event. We've got loads of names coming up in the next few weeks. Some really, another big one, a couple of big ones in there, good indie stars. So, it's going to be a great event. And me being me, I know the record in, in Europe is 5,000. Mm. So, I want to beat for, it. For wrestling? For wrestling. Okay. In an event. In stadium. So the European wrestling record's 5,000. Okay. Oh, surely we can beat 5K. So I want to beat him. Surely So what I'm trying to say, everyone, is everyone will say they don't in, didn't enjoy wrestling, they didn't know it was, and then they'll tell you that, that they used to love Big Daddy when he was young, <laughs> and giant air stacks. Then they'll start talking about, uh, if you're my area, you'll start talking about um, Brett the Hitman Hart, the Warrior, Hulk Hogan. And the younger, you'll probably do John Cena, and the younger kids will tell you all about all the divas in that now. That's the way it goes. So we're trying to get that. One reason I said either come and watch it because you liked all them, mm. come and watch it because it's me. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm old people to come and watch me after what mm. I've done for the football club. Yeah, years. and if you don't want to do any of them, come down and support two fantastic charities and hopefully make a lot of money by, wa- by watching me get beat up in a ring. Is Billard involved now? Yeah. No, you, we we done a thing last week. We'd um, change your places, so I would have liked to have seen you kick that well, well we, I said we, he's, we've spoke to him a little bit about it I think he's going to come to the event but I'm not so sure it all okay. depends on what he's doing it, it, it's a busy, him up. Jimmy's a busy old man you'd so surely back yourself in a ring against Jimmy wouldn't you he's long long glowing locks he could yeah, whip it in the eyes couldn't nah, he nah. easy. well I'm in a tag so I'm still waiting for my tag team partner so we're going to announce that in the next few weeks so we'll wait and see. is it going to be a big one we'll wait and see next few weeks <laughs> <laughs> I love that now talk to me about the wrestling outfit because when I first saw you, I think it was your first win, you looked like you'd sort of just walked in off the street in your normal clothes. Good looking, looking well off the street. Though. Looking very well, sort of yeah. a, straight a, out, a straight fresh off Prince of Wales yeah. Road type look. Ooh. Ooh. Is that changing? I don't know if I'm happy with that or not. Really? I well, thought you'd be dressing up quite well, nicely together. Last time I saw, saw Holtie and Prince of Wales, I don't think he would be uh, particularly... Well, I thought you'd... you'd, 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 you'd know, bad dressed. That's <laughs> 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 you. I was probably gobsmacked with your outfit. Um... No, that all came about because I was at BT actually on the afternoon. I'd done a game. Okay, and then I love this. And then basically, I got a phone call <laughs> off them saying, "Look, we've got a spot. Are you interested? We think this will be good." And I was like, "Well, I'm on my way back. I want a time." And they're like, "We'll just come." 
so I was like, right, that's what I'll do. So, so you were literally off the job into the ring. Yeah, wrestling. off the job in the, in the ring, yeah. The thing is, it's all about stories and, and everything that goes with it. So I said, and we know what to do. One of the two lads who are in the ring, I've been beat up since all of them since. They've given me a good kick in the other week. Um, so I'm looking forward to fighting them to kick their ass, to be honest with you. This is immense. Mm. Yeah. Chris, you're not. But it's a lot harder than you think. Oh, I imagine. You only yeah. think you go in, you think. Jimmy Bullard texted me and said, look, I've been aching for four days. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. And he's like, I've never worked so hard in my life. Really? He said, I've never well, worked so hard. Well, he was playing for Ipswich, that's why. <laughs> that's, well, he scored a good goal that day. I'll, I'll give him his due. We've got B5. But, um, <laughs> but he said, never worked so hard. And then when you get in the ring and you think, this will be easy, all I have to do is pick him up suplex and do this. Yeah. And then, this will be dead easy. Nah, not at all. So when you get slammed to the floor, which probably you don't often get, yeah. surely that hurts, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, what causes it is because you're getting picked up by someone with six months. So there's not like a secret way of landing then? It just doesn't well, really Well, no, hurt. you're trying to cushion your blood. Like anything, if someone chucks you off the roof, you're going to yeah. try and get the best. Yeah, you're yeah. going back to your instincts of, if I land this way, I'm going to be all right. You're not going to go, I'll just land on my head, are you? No, you're not. You were, but good, at, you were good at landing on the pitch, I should say, as well. well someone, said, that as well. someone said, I bet you can, you're quite good at doing the old <laughs> obvious phone yeah. thing, so yeah. Chris, you weren't the biggest fan of wrestling before today. I just need educating on it. I think, a lot, but I'm I'm going a to support the charities, right? And b because I want to see I want to see the big man. I think he'll be walking out with an absolute big smile well, well, on his face. I'll, Do you know what it is? When you get in there, it's like anything. When you go to a show, like, like if you go on, if you go and watch, um, is it like the theatre? Say you watch, a, well, yeah. Well, say you go to a, watch a band, right? Yeah. So who's yeah. your favourite band? Mumford and Sons. Right, Mumford and Sons. Right. Yeah. So. You already know Crazy Little Lion Man and all yeah, that. Yeah. You know all the songs, yeah. the same as I do. I'm going to see Mumford Sons yeah. in... Um, do you? I'm going to see them yes. in, um, in, in May. Good man. In June, sorry, June the 6th. So when you go in there, you know all the songs, right? Yeah. But you're going to go to stand in there and you're still going to sing the songs. Yeah. And you've heard them a thousand times. Yeah. And the songs will still be as good as the same as I told you. True. And it's the same as the... When you get in the wrestling ring, everyone says, obviously, they do this, they do that, and it's mm. this and it's that. Yeah. But when you get in there... You just gotta get wild by the show. Yeah, yeah. As like I said, what you can't understand is I watch lads in that wrestling ring, they'll run at the top rope, jump on top of it and do a backflip and hit someone with it. And I'm like, say what you want or whatever you want about it, get in the ring and try and do where it. Where is yeah. the stage gonna be at Carrows? You'll have to So say it's literally that. gonna be where the um where the away fans were, we're crying last week. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lads in blue. Yeah. And then where the bottom end of the battle is, so it's got to be Lovely. right here. Ah, oh, interesting. Right in front okay. of us. Yeah. So we could get our season ticket seats and chill you on. They might probably all gone, but yeah, you could do. You We're not giving season tickets. He's giving us I ringside. I can't believe you've not got it. I'm not yet. messing around. Well, we, you know, we need some for all well, of our Rob, friends. Well, Rob did say to sort us out, so we need to have a go. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You'll have to tell him. They won't be but giving them away. But it's one of the things, like, you'll go in, you will. You'll be, my little girl... How is that? Does she not get scared? No, she, so she literally... She could probably beat him up. So the weirdest thing, we went to, yeah, we went to work, we went to charity, yeah, we went to Pontins. Yeah. So our friends were at Pontins, so we went to see Pontins. Hang on, I've just got, Karen, Grant Holt went to Pontins. <laughs> what are you, okay. So I, 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 I love that. No, 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 I love that. I, I would have said, I, was I would have said Marbella, ago, Ibiza, but Pontins, okay, it's fine, it's fine. I was in Pontins not a few months ago, actually, Nights week, it was brilliant. Was it good, was it? That's a different story altogether. So we went to Pontins to see our friends. And um, well, literally, the guys came in and were doing the rest and obviously went to see them. So we just watched the show. Yeah. Unbelievable. And the way they do it and mm. the, what they see. Ever since that, she's been obsessed. So really? Every show now, the WAW do, I'm not even involved in it, but she makes me go. Wow. Because it's just a spectacle of what she sees. Nice. She realises, obviously, she's seen me do some stuff in the mm. gym and stuff, but like, mm. when she sees it with them doing it. And same thing, 
you go you go to a film, you see a film, you enjoy the film. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just putting on the show. It's like going to theatre. Yeah, Every, yeah. Everyone's seen Jack and the Beanstalk a million mm, times. Yeah. But every single year, everyone he decides, I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah, let's yeah. go to the theatre and pay this. Yeah. Because you're going to see a show. So I said to someone last week, some guy was giving it the big and saying, oh, it's fake, it's this, it doesn't hurt. I said, yeah. well, you've got no problem. You come and stand in the middle of the ring and I'll get our Canadian who's over who's seven foot one and then run as fast as he can and hit you with a clothesline and then you tell yeah. me if it's fake or not. Good, I like Fair that. Enough. Now we talk a really good game with. That could be a good idea. Get you in the ring with him. See how you go. I don't know about that. We I'll talk. I tell you what. If the TNC boys went in the ring, the ca- the crowd would love that. I tell you. I think we've got a few headhunters after us. Yeah. Um, we'll get you in the night. Get the other lads in. Get Punty and all them. We'll have a little tag <laughs> team off. <laughs> you one set. Then oh, they yeah. Long come Norwich. Long come Norwich. One set. I'd back us against Punty and Lorne. Would you? Yeah, definitely. Lorne's a big unit, though, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but you're quite. There's your challenge, there, guys. We we talk a good game with football. Rob Butler talks a very good game of wrestling. Yeah. What do you reckon he'd be like in the ring? Well, he's a referee, isn't he? Could he not, you know, switch up a he, bit? He enjoys the refereeing. The refereeing's really difficult. Is it? So yeah, what? Yeah, you think it was dead easy, but it's actually really, really difficult. Is it? Yeah. Why? So it's, well, you think, you've got to think yourself, like you've got two lads who, well, 15 stone, sir, running as fast as they can for rope. Yeah. You get, you get the wrong side of something that you're getting hit, aren't you? Yeah. So you've got to think about it all the time. A bit okay. like boxing. You don't know yeah. how clever the boxing... Do they know what's going to happen? Do the, does the ref know what's going to happen? Well, of course he doesn't know. Seriously? So he's just got to know where he's going to be. Okay. So he's going to be really clever. Wait. I'm going for the laughs and I'm going to support the local charities yeah. and I can't blooming wait. And I bet you go out of it and I bet you say, I'm going to go to another show. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Down at Pontins with you. Because when you watch the when you watch the WWE, <laughs> still got go. When you, you watch the w, when you watch the WWE and you actually see it on TV, yeah, you th- you, th- you do watch it and go, yeah, oh yeah. Do you yeah, used yeah. to really like it? Yeah, you know you did, but not, obviously now you, as you get older, you kind of watch it and yeah, re- yeah. realize a lot of it what it is, and you think, why is that grown man shouting in the corner? Okay. <laughs> at the, at the thing is fifty eight. You wonder why he is. But then when you see them in the flesh yeah. and you see what these boys do at the top, you think, yeah. oh my god. You know what? I think. Um, Benjamin Bloom, our Ipswich fan friend, yeah. he looks like a wrestler. He yeah. could definitely be a wrestler with that barnet, couldn't he? Maybe. Oh, Benjamin Bloom. Anyway, where can people get tickets from? Norwich City website. So just go on there. Go online, reserve them, get them, and let's break the record. Only VIP ones, though. That's the ones you want to be selling, right? Well, <laughs> I'll buy whatever they want. Listen, I know people can't afford some of the VIP ones. I just want to fill it. Right. I don't care how many yeah. come. I don't care what they pay. 15... Whatever, there's an, an offer on for season, for season ticket holders anyway, that's similar to what Norwich do. So I just want to nice. fill it. I want to break the record. Mm. I want to, I can't say the other pirate channel, but it's one in Norfolk, which we'll get, we're going to announce in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. I want to get as much money to go that way to them and that way to the big C. Lovely. Perfect. I love that. Um, wrestling done. Go and get your tickets. Description, um, sort Fight it out. Come on. I love that. Um, Norwich City, yeah. they're doing all right, aren't they? Brilliant. Talk to me about them for a bit. Bristol City at the weekend, 3-2. Um, we're flying, aren't we? Do you know what it is at the moment when you watch them? I'm, I'm in a previous position that I can see them train as much as I want to know when I want. I can go and watch what they do. And I was actually watching them on Tuesday um, for about an hour and an hour and a bit afterwards. And they're just in that zone at the minute where you watch a team and think you're so comfortable. One, being around each other all the time. Mm. Two, you know exactly what you're trying to get out of these sessions. And three, you could just tell they're all at it no matter who it is, mm. watching the session, everyone wants to win, everyone wants to score goals, everyone's confident. And then you resonate that into the weekend where you just think, I always measure a team in the championship that if you can score a goal mm. and consistently go from 1-0 down to 2-1, mm. you're always going to be a chance. And I think at the moment, the way they are, I think that's them at the moment. They've never beaten, are they? 
I mean, well, you just always chance them to score. I think they keep the ball unbelievably. I think everyone that's a mark. Yeah. Everyone just, when the score goes, then the score goes. The the ability to do the transition sides, which was I was really pleased about Ipswich of the week, was the transition of the probably the worst I've seen Norwich play this year, in okay. my opinion. Mm. Uh, the way the the way they were against Ipswich. Yeah, I think yeah. they got sucked into the their game plan mm. a little bit. Um, but sitting there as a stand in the stand in a stand sorry should be sitting but safe stand and all that um, <laughs> you just always I, I was never uncomfortable in the first half no okay. I was just sitting there thinking no, it's going to happen they're going to get them on the counter in a minute or they're going to hit them with this or an L's going to get in on Wendy mm. and you just watch it thinking you know it's coming mm. and then the second half obviously I went up to the had some bits to do went up the gantry and w- watched the rest and you you're just sitting there and waiting and you just knew they were going to catch them. Mm. You knew mm. it was coming. Even if they scored it, which the chance where you could have made it 1-1, you think, and then two minutes later, 2-0. It was just kind of one of them games. It wasn't a matter. It was just when Norwich decided to turn the, the yeah. score and go, go and take them. I don't think it would have been any different if Paul was in the stand or sat on the sideline. No. I think it was just going to be exactly I think it helped for the atmosphere, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't... No, I don't think it made a difference. I don't think even getting sent off. It was just a matter of time when they scored. Mm. It was never going to be anything. I mean, you, you spoke about you're obviously still coaching a bit down at Norwich, so you get to see the kind of the team more than others. Can you see any parallels with the current squad and the squad that you were in that, that done so well? I think I don't think it's a parallel with us or I think it's just a parallel across the board. I think when you watch certain teams who are near the top or in your round, you just tell that. They at the more at that moment in time, you can just look at the team. Well, they're confident. Same with Leeds at the moment. They've had a little bit of wobble, mm. and they're doing. You look at Sheffield United at the moment. You look at them thinking they're a very team, consistent. Yeah, they're yeah. more consistent. They hold a threat, mm. and very similar to Norwich. You could, you watch the game the other week, and you can see that oh, Sheffield United could score in a minute, mm. and that's where you know, and that's where you know. Chris, is this the most excited you've been about a team since Holty and and Wares and Lambert? I tell you what. I'll tell you one thing, and I, and I don't mind saying in front of him, is t- there's not been a striker since Holty until Pookie came along where I'm like, I know that even if he's not that involved in the game, when he gets a chance, he takes it. Mm. We saw it against Ipswich. We've seen it so many times this season. Even Preston, that, even Preston the other day. Phew, yeah. mate, he, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we've lacked that, but we've lacked that. And I know that Pookie isn't the most vocal of such, but what he does is he's... Probably, arguably, like Holty, he was—he's so good at his positioning. He switched on, and he can anticipate where the play is going, where to receive it. Is he going to hold back and try and finish it like that? Super smart guy, and I think that's a—that's made a massive difference. I'm not slating, you know, Cameron Jerome was 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 great. He was a very good player, worked very hard, but he didn't have that instinctive touch when he should be bearing chances. And Pookie Pookie had that. He has that, and he's doing it week in week out. And I think he's going to beat your record, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think he'll beat the record. You're that comfortable with it? You're a bit annoyed about that? No, I had, I sold everyone the other week to bet him a hat trick four 0 against Ipswich. Told Nearly everyone, came off. told yeah. everyone bet it. I, he's just in that form. Do you say you want him to beat your record? I don't mind beating the record. No, fair dues. How, how impressed have to be broken, How impressed have you been with him? Because I don't think anyone expected it, did they? I think I think with the team, the way the team player, I, I think if it was not taking any away from the team. Team or all. If Jordan was in there for a big spell of games, the way the team play, it mm. suits the two of them. It suits them the way for for Pookie to be on the last shoulder, 
one thing he doesn't get his credit for is how hard he works. Yeah. I think people don't really realise how hard mm-hmm. he works. To get not not like always ratting people, but to get in a position yeah. where he's ready, like you said, left shoulder down here, because I know Anel's gonna do this and I'm here. But his finishing has been phenomenal. <clears throat> I think the way the team the current team works, I think for him and Jordan, it's perfect for them. Could you slash would you want to play in this team now? Do well, you, you? do you think you'd you bang would. the goals in? Yeah, of course you would. Okay. You can stand in the middle of the pitch, just stay up there, stay on the shoulder, and that's your job done. The mm. rest do the, the rest I like of that. You. The rest, the rest do the rest. I've said this the other day. Any of us, you go across the board. If you had Simeon Jackson in that position, you had um, not. I'm saying I'm not taking him with Timo, but mm. Chrissy Martin, exactly the same position, stay down the middle of the pitch. Mm. Steve Morrison, what he's still do. You can go for Jerome, even Lewis Graham to a point. Do you know what I mean the, the one thing I said last year was the reason they aren't scoring is because Nelson Oliveira, who's a great guy, mm-hmm. wanted to be left wing all the time. Mm. I wanted to come as a number ten. If it stayed up the pitch, you'd have yeah. probably got a lot more goals, but you never did. I mean, when, when Daniel first came in, we were kind of promised the style of football we're seeing now. And that first season, for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen. After finishing 14th last season, did you expect us to be in this position now? Could you see it building behind the scenes or uh, has it come out of the blue like it has for, no, for think, the fans? I, I think every stat you look at last year in terms of stats and you see where Norwich were, apart from shot to target and goals... They were predominantly in the top half. Yeah. In and I mean like top six. Mm. You're looking at top six level mm. in terms of passes. Yeah. Um, possession, holding, uh, getting up the pitch, mm. ch- uh, chances created was like up the highest. The only things the struggle was finish was finishing and shots on target, which tells you one thing: the, la- the lack of a, a, a goal score. I think. Yeah. I think the rise of the two fullbacks are yeah. massive. I think Max Aaron's, oh. in my opinion, is the best right back in the championship. Yeah, a lot of people have said Definitely. that. And yeah. I would I very strongly argue that in the Premier League, up until the top seven or eight, there's not one better than him. Really? He'd be so comfortable in the Premier League, wouldn't he? He just is. And he's a great kid. Could you just tell from a, from a young age that he was always going to be this no, I good? I don't think you can ever tell from a young age where they are, do you know what I mean? I don't think you ever watch them and think, yeah... He'll do this, he'll do that. You could tell they've got something about them. Mm. You could tell they work hard and the, the ethic. Mm. And the same with Toddy. Toddy went away, helped him massively. Yeah. Then he came yeah. back and he jumped on. Jamal's, Jamal, do you know what I mean? Ben Goffrey, midfielder, playing mm. centre-half. has been phenomenal for the last... I think everyone knows how good Ben is when he's when he's on his game. I think the rise of the two full-backs helps the whole dynamic of that team. Like I said, someone said the other day, if there's one person, well, two players who you lose out of the squad, mm. I think if you lose Max Aaron's, and you use Jamal Lewis mm, at the same time. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. I agree. Totally. Uh, me and Chris were laughing earlier. We saw a video from Tim Krul <coughs> on Twitter. I think Marco Steepman had picked up a fine and they've got this wheel that you spin. Yeah, the wheel, yeah. Um, it feels like there's a certain spirit amongst that team now. Did you, I assume you had that. Can you see that in the side now? That certain cohesion that is built off the pitch? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, you could tell just by even training the way they had it. The gaffer, the way he does stuff, the, the the way the boss works, it's different timings. They'll have different days off. They're in on Sunday, Saturday, Mondays off. The timings are different. You're in a lot of the time. You do different stuff. And if you don't have that togetherness, you'll never work. Mm. So I think by what they do to, to actually get together and, and certain stuff. And I was, as I said, I was lucky to see them in Tampa as well when I went mm. on there with the commercial side of stuff. And you can just tell they're all comfortable. Yeah. And they're a great bunch. As I said, they're all pretty much, I'm, I'm lucky and 
I bump into them recently and speak to quite a lot of them. I know quite a few of them anyway, but they're just a good bunch of lads. You know Do I mean? you think, you know, the seasons we've gone up into the Premier League, and you've obviously experienced that before, and, and it's happened since as well, when you get into the Premier League and you're almost chasing that kind of dream, you sometimes lose that cohesion and, and other players come in and that gets dismantled a little bit. When you were there in the Championship in League mm. One and to a certain extent in the Premier League for a bit of time, you always knew that there was a leader, there was a character, there was cohesion. And then sometimes it, it just felt, from the fans' point of view, that was lost a little bit. Did you did you feel that? Is that natural? I just, I think it all depends. I don't know. It's different. I think our one was changed, obviously changed the manager. I think mm. it changed the whole dynamic. You've got, you got, we're all going a certain way. Mm. You're bringing a certain type of characteristic into that, in that environment. If you look at the signings that we made, well, not me, <laughs> but the club. Player and, power. The club and the manager. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the signings he brought in, uh, Bradley Johnson, Johnny Alson, yeah. English lads who come in from the championship, wanted to work hard, get the Premier League. And that was the model. And then obviously, under Chris, it changed a little bit. But it wasn't, I don't think, I think it's always occasion. I think when you get in the Premier League, you understand what it is. You're there to survive. Mm. You're not mm, there to go yeah, win the yeah. league. Do you know what I mean? You're, sure. you're there to survive. And it's how you deal with that. I think. But I th- you say I think, that, but... When you did, when you went away from home to United and to Arsenal and to City, it never felt like well we're just sitting here to try and get a point. It always felt like we were going to try and get something. But that was Paul Lambert's ethos to prove a point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, his ethos was to go and attack. He, he just wanted to go and attack and get mm. after people. Chris Hilton is different, mm. completely different. He's very much sitting, do what they do, and they do well with that system. That, that's mm. who he is, and that, that was his mantra from the one to the. I think. I'm not rocket science. I think if you look at the way we played on the one and we yeah. played on the way, it's completely different. Yeah. I said, which one's right, which one's wrong? You never know. Mm. Um, but in terms of groups of players, I think when you get the Premier League, it's, it just changes everything. Mm. I think the whole dynamic. I think what we're trying to do as a club now, I think is completely different from when they were there the last two times. Mm. I think it's changed. I think, as I said, we talked off air about the training ground. Yeah. The youth policy, what we're trying to do now, in terms of the partnerships, phenomenal. Mm. What the commercial team doing? Um, there's other stuff coming up where look, I get to see where they're probably going to announce in the next few months, which is brilliant. Mm. And I think everything in the background now is getting ready to geared up to, like you said, to either really sustain yourself at the top of the mm. championship, or when you get the Premier League, make sure that for the next 15, 20 years that this club can afford to keep doing it. And I suppose it is that whole club ethos, isn't it? Because we've seen under previous regimes, you know, the likes of you and Roberts not maybe welcomed into the club. Now we see you back at the club every week, Hux, Adam. When legends are coming back, that fans buy into that, don't they? And it's almost like, well, if we don't perform on the pitch this week, at least we know that the club are still doing the right thing. Well, well I think that's the thing. I think everyone wants, I think every football fan in the world wants that. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing. As I said, me being a Carlisle fan, we haven't had that for a long time. Yeah. We haven't got a long enough show to, for me to start talking about Carlisle. And it does gripe you. Yeah. Because if you look on the pitch and that team's doing rubbish, yeah. and you look at them thinking, wow, like look at him, he's rubbish, and he's rubbish, and this happens, and you turn on and go, and they're taking all the money out, and the training ground's crap, and yeah. this pie's going down, you know. And straight away, you, you, it goes down. It's amazing that when you're doing well, the pies start to taste better. It tastes better, but it's <laughs> they do, don't they? Yeah, but it is. But it's, if you look at where we were in the Premier League, when I was there in the training ground, we inherited basically the same as 
Paul McVeigh when he was there the first time was exactly the same the second time. Yeah. yeah. It hadn't changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all we'd done is put more port cabins up there. And like what it. lovely port cabins they were. Yeah, lovely, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> but if you look now, we're in the we're probably about another three months, four months of being a fantastic new building for the yeah. academy. Um, to bring the next batch through a better facility Premier League facilities yeah not far off yeah I think in, in terms of do there's little there's scope to do other stuff which I presume will happen the pitches have all been done now from top to bottom mm. so all our kids will be playing on great pitches all the way Amazing. across the board which is fantastic we've got a fantastic new uh, 3G up there which is all floodlit now so they can do everything on there mm. uh, and it's just getting better and better and I said that's where a club I think a lot of the trouble was we as a club putting so much money at the top end eventually yes. of paying people that obviously people have slagged off a long time before people like Ricky Van Wolfswinkel and other people like that and wasted a lot of money on doing that way and nothing changed behind the scenes mm. I think if you don't get the behind the scenes right when you get to there you'll never just stay did you feel sorry for the wolf when he was here no I've never I feel sorry for, for everyone the only time I ever feel sorry for people was fans come for them and say it's about, slag them off about the money my point really is that Holt is that I think there was a, there was a strikers thing that I was thinking about there. Did you feel sorry for Ricky that he couldn't hit the barn door? Did you ever get that? Is there a strikers thing where you're like, come on, lad, it's easy? No, I just didn't see it. I left because I knew that was going to happen. That was part of one of the reasons. The way we the way we played, I didn't enjoy that second season of the Chris Hewitt. At all, you're one up top. I didn't. No, it wasn't the fact that one up top. It's just a defensive role. Mm. You're not one up top. You get and you weren't really getting the chances. The scary thing is, I actually played more games with Chris Hewton in that season than I played in the one before. Mm-hmm. Really, which is quite ironic, really. But I never. The, the people get to think that I always I fell out with him. I never felt with him at all. Chris Hewton okay. is probably the nicest guy. Yeah, and I'll never have a bad word said again because he's just a fantastic guy. Mm. Did I agree with the, the way he used to play football? Not particularly because I didn't enjoy it. Mm. That doesn't mean that I didn't but enjoy it. Was it. One of our far, it was one of our highest finishing positions in the Premier League since we almost won it. Yeah. By but the way. it's not. So it clearly didn't go well, we beat, did it? Because we beat Man City on the last day. Season, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why. To be fair and to everyone you, else lost. <laughs> to be fair to you, though, to play that many games, you must have been fulfilling the role that he wanted oh, you to. Course, so course you were going out there and doing what he wanted. So that shows oh, of course would, the yeah. professional. Oh yeah, were. no, it was, I always had respect for him and never lose respect for him. Mm. Totally um respect him and mm. what he's done as a manager is fantastic. And as I said, I never he's a fantastic guy on on and off the pitch. I just didn't enjoy playing that role. Mm. Um I asked for reassurances in the summer and said, look, what's gonna happen with me? You've signed Ricky Van Roosfinkel for X, Y and Z, how am I gonna play? And they went, yeah, you're gonna be, you'll be involved, and da da da, and this that, and the other. Um, and, I was, and I was a little bit like, well, am I gonna play? And I couldn't get that yes. Mm. You'll and, be involved. Well, it was a little mm. bit, a little bit like, do I then stay and be that? He's just, he's a young guy who signed for a lot of money and he's on good wages. Yeah. I never wanted to be that guy that sit in the stand yeah. and in this in the in the dugout, and then all of a sudden, as soon as. 20, 15, 20 minutes goes if we haven't scored and the lads send you out for a warm up yeah. you jog down the line the whole place erupts because you, you walk down the, which, which happens I've seen mm. it with Wes and stuff afterwards you know what I mean I said but it's different because he was there knowing what he was doing you know what I mean mm. he's, he's still doing his fantastic job that's me though. Oh, hello oh, hello it's Lambert on the phone no I need this hang on go on hello did you get home sir 
Right, okay, I need to go. I'm doing something. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Sorry, my mum was travelling. Oh, I love that. But she was travelling back to Carl today, so I Did you get home safe? That's so cute. That's lovely. <laughs> I love that. That's good. So I'll take that off. Um, <laughs> so I didn't want um where should we go again from? I can't remember what we were talking Chris, about. I went on to Chris Hewton rant about Ricky him. not wanting to be that player where the stadium erupts yeah, when you run down the yeah, line. Yeah, I didn't want to be that person. Um, I didn't want to be that person that done that. So, but I, they said, look, you're not getting sold. I was like, fantastic, that's fine. I came back in great, great Nick, great, great shape. Mm. Um, done all pre-season. I said, look, I'll just stay and fight for my place anyway. And then um, I've been told off Damon Allen, you're not getting sold, da, 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 this, that, and the other. So I went home one day and sat in the, literally got a phone call saying, oh, we'll just accept the two million quid from, from Wigan um, so you can go. So you didn't know about it? No. Really? I just got a phone call saying... You, I'm you, not making any comments. So yeah. how how does that make you feel then? What's, so well, it, it just kind of, it just kind of comes from... So you don't want to leave? Well, you had, we had a conversation. No, I'd said, I, I didn't say I wanted, didn't want to leave, didn't want to ask. I wanted reassurance yeah. if, if I was mm. going to play because I didn't want to be that person. Mm. Yeah. Then I got told... This is what's happening. I said, that's fine. I said, that's fine. I'll stay and do what I need to do and I'll just work, do what I do and then I'll, I'll get my place back. And then literally you get told that they've agreed. And then where do you go from there? Yeah. You've been told one thing. Yeah. You've been told one thing and then the next thing comes along. So it's like you've got to literally go with what you've been told because you can't then go back because now it's, mm. you've already been told. You know your reassurance is you know you're not playing. Yeah. So then, then you would be that guy. But at least you left on a high note. You scored against Man City. Yeah, not Still, a bad one, is it? Exactly. It's got my one. Etihad. Etihad won highest league position and leave. Yeah. Big <laughs> days. Don't worry too much. <laughs> Don't worry too much, mate. Let's get into some Twitter questions. First one comes in from Rob Butler. Um, am I going to get the credit I deserve for turning you into a professional wrestler? We're good now, already, haven't we? Do you think he's got enough credit? Don't want to make his ego too big, do we? Yeah, he's got a few more followers off him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maxim Calver, who'd win out of a wrestling match, me or Chris? You can't fight each other tag team, aren't you? Well, we could Ooh. fight. Maybe, we'll, maybe we could turn on each other. Ooh. Ooh. That's who's, a good Who's going to be the heel then? Ooh. The bad guy would be the good guy. He'd be the bad guy for sure. You'd have to yeah. turn in first. He always makes me out to be the bad guy. I think I'd have the brains and you'd have the muscle. Brawn. Brawn, Brawn yeah. yeah versus Brawn. Well, who, what, what usually wins? Brain or? You never know, do you? You can't have a brain if the Brawn chalks you out, can you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon Cheeseman, what's the best prank you've ever played in your career on a fellow player? Or manager, or coaching staff, or anyone. The best prank I've seen wasn't mine. So uh, Neil Reynolds. So th- this is the way the story yeah. goes. Yeah, Michael Nelson. Yeah. Um, yeah. The and, Admiral. Uh, Andrew Sermon. Yeah. And who was the other one? I think it was maybe Zach Whitbread. Okay. Three of them all injured. Cool. That's three a them, trio. That's a trio. That's a hell of a trio. So three of them all injured at a time, all getting bored every day. Started doing pranks. Okay. Pranks, 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 pranks. This under Lambert's watch as well. Uh, That's brave. Yeah, so this pranks. So anyway, so, so this one there, they thought, right, what we'll do is we'll get this water tanker and we'll put it behind the tape for the cupboards. Okay. So they've got this uh, water thing, put it behind the tape, taped it up to the, the door, slid the door back shut, knowing that someone will give it a yank, water's coming down. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is the prank. So... So it doesn't end there? No, no. So okay. this is the prank that they've done, right? Yeah. So they put it in there, slid the door. They've left. Yeah. Left. Thanks very much, right? We're leaving. This and the other. Right, they've left. Next day they came in. We need to have Neil Reynolds pull them all in. We need to have a serious chat. <laughs> Brought them all in and said, right, um, 
who done it? And they're like, what? Done what? And they're like, you know what we're on about. And he went, I don't have a clue what we're on about. So, well, last night, I can't remember who it was, one of the interns or one of the young girls, the evenings club, they've come into in. They've gone in to get some tape. Oh, no. And as they've gone out, the whole water's gone clean over them in the, in the room. <laughs> so it didn't get another player? It got a poor... No, it got a, someone else, one of the physios, yeah. Oh. The session. So they're now soaking. So they've obviously complained this yeah. any of them. So... And Neil's gone, oh, this has to stop, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's been too much now, it's going too far. This, da, 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 da. And Neil's like, oh, yeah, is that this, that, and the other? Yeah, not a problem, this, that, and the other. And then, <laughs> as they walked out, they went by Neil and went, look, no more of this, absolutely not, no no more. Walk past Neil Reynolds and Zach kegged him. And she brought him to the floor and went, see you, oh, Neil. Just pushed him and walked off. Zach Whitbread, Livewire. No, yeah. I was listening to um, Owen Tudor Jones's podcast about yeah. a month ago, and and Zach was on there. Yeah. Now he was saying, I think this was yeah League One, mm. and you were playing up north, I think somewhere. I can't remember the exact game, right. and I think you're all getting the the coach back or something, and a few people, few of the lads had stayed up north, and they'd all gone out, had a few beers. I was going to say, I thought you said you're going to get hammered. And Zach Whitbread ends up on a ferry. Can you remember this? No. So apparently, it might, it might have been before you signed. I don't think it would have been, though. Well, they've, he's signed after me. Yeah, so they've chucked Zach on a ferry, and he's woken up in Ireland. Can you not recall that? No. Is that it's because he'd already you know? passed out in the back of the coach. Yeah, you were probably on the ferry with him. No. Maybe, are you still in contact with Zach? <laughs> yeah, I need to find out. Maybe I ask him that. about that. Would it be Norwich? Yeah. Is it a pub story? I don't know. You Maybe know. ask him. Right, next question. Um... From Jez from Bez, have you lost any respect for Mr. Lambert since his Ooh. ongoing sore loser behaviour three weeks ago? And who did the players rate more when he was here? Lambert, Culverhouse, or Carza? Right. So, I mean, we all you were at the game. Right, I've seen the game. You were in the Barclay. Right. In the game, I was in the Barclay. Yeah. And all I've heard all, for the last two weeks is read the question to me again. Have you lost any respect for Mr. Lambert? Stop. Okay. Why is he not put, what was the score? What do you mean? What well, this is all I've heard for the last three weeks. No Be one's told me the score was 3-0. Yeah. No one's told me they got absolutely battered. Yeah. No one's told me the bottom of the league and they're definitely going to go down. It's all about yeah. Lambert. It's all about Paul Lambert. Yeah. So, how many times did you see him when we played, when we were absolutely awful, mm. take mm. the blame or take the heat or blame someone mm. else? But So, it's a, it's a, it's a home... Of course he's going to do that. Is that is that Ipswich? But he's took the whole emphasis of the whole score, mm. the whole thing. Everything's gone about him. Yeah. No one's talking about the result that they were absolutely awful and they got beat three 0 But can and you? Should have been four. But can you even just let's go up a level from that question before you even answer that fully? Can you actually believe that he's wearing an Ipswich tracksuit? It's football, isn't it? It's the same thing. Would you have gone there? But it's Ipswich. I don't think, I think it's different though. I think when you go into management, it's completely different okay. to actually what you're going. I think for me to cross that bridge when one you live in Norwich, mm. Mm. one you've done what you've done as a player, I think it's different. It's the same thing if you asked him, would he go and would he ever go and manage Rangers? Of course he wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is it, but in terms of this is smelling a bit like Matt Gill to me though, Grant. Which in terms of well, player lives in Norwich, across the border to Ipswich. But yeah, but the dif- the difference with Gilly is. No, no disrespect to Gilly, he wouldn't, he's not He's not classed in the Hall of Fame of Norwich. He didn't really play. Mm, Do you okay. know what I mean? That's the difference. And the thing with Gilly is, 
he's got an opportunity to probably work with one of the best managers he's ever had. Mm. Go from academy football to first team football. But Lambert was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's different. For, Gilly's a different scenario to Paul. Okay. Gilly's got an opportunity to go and work in a first team environment, to go and work with first team players, to work on a manager mm. he respects and admires, to learn a lot of him because of what he's done sure. with us. It's a different move. In terms of Paul, he'll now look at Ipswich. He's had Villa where he went and got loads of promises, and two years two years in the cut, 55 million quid of his budget. Yeah. So you're always going to fail. He then comes out of that. He then drops into Blackburn where wow. it's just exactly the same thing. That was chaos, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly. Exactly same thing. Promises again. Then Wolves where he's just about turned it. Mm. Then they decide we're going to go and give this new man all this money. Mm. Yeah. So you look at Wolves and think, yeah, do you know what I mean? And then you're looking at Stoke just to try and keep them up. It's quite scary. When you look through his record, everyone said he's done so poorly for a long time. When he's at Villa for two years, they never got relegated. As soon as he left, they got relegated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with he, you. He went to Blackburn. They never got. Re- they never got relegated. He went to Wolves. They ne- never got relegated. The only one he went was Stoke, and they were near enough done. I, I, you're defending him a lot, which is great, by the way. Do you see him as a bit of a father figure still? I just see him for what he is. I okay. just see him for what he's achieved when I was with him. So yeah, that's all he can do. The thing I was looking at Ipswich is, and that's where it's maybe the mindset of what I see is. He's got an opportunity to go into a club that's the second biggest team in Anglia. Yeah. yeah. They've got history, which is a long time ago, but they've got it. Yeah. They've got a, a squad that's aging and resources in there from League One with the Shrewsbury lads and this and the other way. They'll mm. probably look at them and think, I can really get my teeth into them next year. Okay. And he'll now look at them as pretty similar to what he done at Norwich. They'll go into a league next year where probably the biggest ones in there will leave, i.e. probably either Sunderland, Portsmouth, Portsmouth yeah. and Luton. Yeah, or probably sure. sh- probably go them three. He's then dropping into another one where you're looking at League Two and no disrespect them at the moment. There's not really that anyone down there where you think they're going to come up and absolutely blitz that division. Okay. So he'll look at them now as this is his opportunity to rebuild them, strip them. Like we said, talking about academies and stuff before. He'll strip the whole lot. He'll start again. And I've got, I've got no depending on what their chairman decides to do because you never know what he's going to do yeah. all of a sudden he could pull 10 million from the bag or he could, wow. strip it, or he could strip it even more again so that's where the way to look at it so I you're f- very black and white about it but when you saw it pop up on Twitter Paul Lambert appointed Ipswich manager are you just like yeah okay fine fair play yeah well it's just another job isn't it but when you were in the bark there a couple of weeks ago would I take the job no mm. I wouldn't take it I think it's just. I think it's different. I think when you've been a player to go and do it, I think it's different. Yeah. Okay. I think, like I said with him, I don't think he'd ever take. Well, I know for a fact he'd never take the Rangers job because he, he wouldn't get it anyway. But he'd never take it. Yeah. Don't mean. Sure. When you were in the Barclay a few weeks ago, and and Lambert gets sent to the stands, and, and certain chants start to come out, did you start to think it's a shame it's turned out this way? Because let's not get away from it. Arguably our greatest manager in recent history produced some of the best football, some of the most amazing memories. And it's turned to this. Did you, did you stand there and think this should have turned out slightly different? Yeah, I think it, I think it blots on the. Do you think it's? I staying... think it blots on the four years. Yeah. Mm. In terms of it blots because of he was head of that four years. I think that's the difference. I don't think it. I think a lot of people will look at it and say right. I think I think that most of it is because. You look through the managers of Norwich when Worthy got them up mm. last time, then you look and they came back down and even obviously. I like Neil to a little bit, I think. But if you look at Lambert, everyone looks at it like he dragged us from there yeah. 
back to where we are. Arguably, he dragged us to where we are now because yeah. by us getting that mm-hmm. Premier League, it endorsed that money where we're now back on a level playing field where for the next six, seven years we've been competing. Yeah. That's why it kills people. Yeah. Mm. If we'd just gone, if it came in the Championship and we went straight up and won the Premier League, I don't, like Alec Neal did, for mm. instance, I don't think it'd it had been a biggest achievement. I don't think yeah. Alan, Alec Neil really, Alex Neil really gets the credit he's done from taking them back up. Okay. Mm. I think because Paul dragged them yeah. and took us all the way up, yeah, everyone yeah. goes, "That's the catalyst." And so, it was a lovely story as well. Yeah, you, that's the catalyst. Wes, yeah. you know, players that we could almost connect to. Yeah. And the whole narrative was there. I think it's a weird one because it depends how you look at it as a Norwich fan, and that, that's what we call it. You, the reason the song starts is because one, it starts getting jovial, which. Obviously, because they're mm. absolutely battering them. The two, it's like, what do you do? Do you boo him? Do you not boo him? Mm. I think I think if you speak to a lot of Norwich fans, I think every single person that will tell you to boo them, but secretly they think, well, I don't, I do want to boo him, but I'm not sure I should boo him. And that's the, that's the, that's why it goes like the way it's that just That just reminds me about that famous, famous picture when we went and tonked them 5 1, my favourite away game ever. There's that picture of you just laughing, absolutely brilliant, it's priceless, priceless. I, I almost see your mindset as a player, similar to Paul's as a manager, in terms of you were that you know, father figure leader, and you were willing to take the stick off fans, almost deflect it away from the characters yeah. who maybe couldn't take it, and you thrived off it as well. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see a similar trait in you and Paul. Yeah, I always enjoyed it. I think I always said if someone's given me abuse, they're not giving someone else it. Yeah. So I think that's the way I was seeing it. We were talking before you rocked up tonight, before you insulted my partner in <laughs> the house, about the Swansea game. That Swansea game, where it was you fat, you fat. Yeah, too. And then the top came off I and you, get, you I gave it that. Oh, brilliant. That was brilliant. By Priceless. Do you know, it's funny, we were talking about that yesterday. We were talking about moments. and It was actually to do with wrestling in terms of when you hear that, when people realise what's going on, you hear the big pop and this and that. And we're talking about different scenarios, and I said there's um, the best, one of the best ones I've ever had was at Swansea. Yeah, where I've never heard anyone go so silent. Really nice in terms of that quietness from yeah. literally euphoria of them screaming, shouting. Yeah, to that goal just going boom. Mm. Yeah, and like the sheer quietness of the whole crowd. Mm. Not in terms of hours, just how they just went quiet. Did you prefer that to like a, a, a raucous bark? Oh yeah, better than that. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You prefer the, the silence? The silent, the... definitely. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just the thing. The good thing about fans is I always enjoy, and I can tend to do. I used to do it quite a lot. If there was like a throw in, yeah, you were a bit of wind up. Yeah, if it was anyway. a throw in, it was ours. What I used to do was to wind people up. Was say someone one of ours was injured, and it was we had to give them the ball back. Yeah. I'd always go and take the throw in. Just because okay. I knew that the fans had tried to like, give me loads of sticks, so I could yeah, go and yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just go and laugh because I enjoyed hearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sat and knew them. And um, I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's important. I think it's the way you do it. As long as you're not being an idiot in yeah. terms of like the way you are. If you're you've got to joke, back it up as well. Yeah, but True. you've got to back it up. But you've, got to, you've got to enjoy getting the abuse because that's part of passing. And I said to him the week, the only time I ever really go and get really involved in a football match is Carlisle. Because mm. that's my team. Yeah. So when I go to Carlisle games, it's like you take that off the, the football who's done it yeah. all and seen how you're then a fan. All the bad thing you put the fan back on, and then yeah. I'll be screaming at Danny Granger who's a good palm man, going, Fuck, "Just put it in the corner." <laughs> like, what are you doing? And it's like that's the only time I really get like it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. As in like every other game, like even Norwich to extend. Obviously Norwich is different because I still love it when they're scoring stuff. But I, I analyze it because I'm a coach yeah, and I want to do, and I analyze it in a way where oh, I'm not so sure. 
and that's different but it's like it's just weird it's, it's strange, isn't it, in terms of you and Timu Pukki now is obviously scoring tons of goals for us. I don't think in terms of the character of you both, it couldn't be further apart. Mm. He's very, I'm not saying you weren't cool, but you never really see a, a raucous emotion from him. He doesn't wind the opposition fans up. Celebrations are terrible, by the way. Yeah, you need yeah. a word with him about that. Yeah, yeah you do. Can you get in touch yeah, with Some people are different. He just, maybe he just enjoys that. What a rubbish salary. Inside though, he maybe just thinking yeah. something. You know what I mean? He doesn't. You never really see. He's never really happy. He doesn't give it the badge, pan, or a kind of a. He just does his business. Where's his forward, forward roll? His haircut mm. is still absolutely oh. awful as well. I've seen him this week and telling me he needs to liven up. Yeah, yeah. Do, do. What record are you on about anyways, beating? Well, he's going to be your goals in the season record, or has he already levelled it? Actually, you've done twenty four, didn't you? What do you mean in the League champ? One? Oh, he's levelled two in League One. Thirty two in League One. Yeah. Well, Championship then. Well, he's well, still got to score 15 in the Prem, hasn't I'm he? So. I said to someone about about five weeks ago. You really don't want it to be a record, do you? Admit it. Go no, on. I said five or six weeks ago that I reckon he'll get 30 goals and someone went, no chance. I said, I'm telling you, I think he'll get 30 goals. That was about that was about six. Do you know what it came That's from? That's winning the league, this isn't it? Came from. This, is how, this is how I know. Because I was doing some research the other week about Adam Ida, one of the 20, 23s, mm. centre-forward, good player, and... Uh, Spiral. Mm. So I was doing some re- literally mm. I was going from there, being a busy coach, going through all that stuff. So I thought, I'm going to go get Timos and get all his stats up and show them the different ratios. Yeah, yeah. So his stats, in terms of the goals at the time, was he had 20 goals. Yeah. Uh, was it? 20? No, 19 league goals, so 20 yeah. cup goals. Yeah. And his stats are, he hits a target one in every two shots. Right. Right. So one in every two shots he scores that he hits a target with. Bloody hell. Do you know that, what yours were like in your kind of prime? Were they similar? Oh, no, they're better than that, but that's... A... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that. that's what I said. It's like, he hits a target one in two. So if he's hitting that target one in two, <laughs> yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. If you're backing his every single time, so literally every other one yeah, is yeah. a bit in the corner. And that was a few weeks ago. But I just remember... He I can't bloody take penalties though, can he? Oh my God. Yeah. What is going on? What's the penalty thing? Do you know that? Come on, mate. The like, penalty things, you've got to... This you one, need to go and This is another thing out. I said. You've got to remember penalties, that I didn't get the penalties until halfway through the championship. Until Wes messed yeah. up. Halfway through the championship. So, if I actually got the penalties in the first year and scored them, Even and yeah. I beat the overall record of so many goals in the season, yeah, in 37. Okay. Well, there we go then. you Best, basically the best striker England's ever had. See, you, it makes me laugh because you're like, well, we're not the same, we're not the same. And you're like, they're night and day, they're night and day. But I just remember we, we, we're complimenting Timu's finishing, but I remember that goal at Everton yeah. away from home, the, 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 the turn and the, and the flick behind your leg. So I think that there's every similarity there. I think the, sim, I think the, similar, the similarities are that... Build? No, I think you just know when he's on the pitch that... I said to someone last week, the, the mark of a good forward is on form and he's doing what, a great job for the team. For six weeks, he was rubbish. Okay. Like, he wasn't doing anything. Who's his team He wasn't rubbish. He was playing on the wing, wasn't he? No, he? no it, when, when I watched, it was about, it wasn't rubbish, it was a harsh word, but 10, 10, 12 weeks ago when I watched yeah. it, not rubbish, he's not in the game. He wasn't yeah. himself, he wasn't really in. And I said to someone, it might be because he's doing a couple of games, I said, but I'll tell you one thing for sure, no matter when he's on the pitch, even when he's not out, he gets something. Yeah. And likelihood, like I said with the stats, one in two, he'll get something. And literally, I watch the game and um, bang, scores. Yeah. Mm. And he's not been in the game, but he's now put you back mm. in the game. 
and then he does it someone else and then he gets so it's like the mark of a fantastic striker in any team is someone who can just all of a sudden get you one yeah and I think that's his best trait that if there's one man going through and go 1v1 you want it to be him because yeah, you fancy him to score yeah. like the Ipswich, the Ipswich goal was an unbelievable yeah, it was. didn't have much time did he but he hardly done anything in the game again Yeah, yeah. and he gets slid in his left foot and as soon as he gets slid I was like he scored yeah. bang scored the actual shot was he didn't score the one to get me a trick but yeah. he was going to fancy him all day long with that one but he didn't Norwich City Central asks which current Norwich City player would you most like to wrestle current yeah oh Tim closer yeah yeah because it would just be a good gig over it would wouldn't it <laughs> I'm well with Tim so Dear. Yeah, yeah, is good. he as mental off the pitch as he is yeah he's a good guy I imagine yeah, he's, a good guy. He's, ne- he's never beat me at golf anyway so it's a good sign he took a few quid of him at golf which is good do you reckon you'd um, fancy a chance against Christoph Zimmerman yeah yeah cool that would be a big lad what's that man <laughs> How much yeah. you been? Do you, do you go to the, the gym? Well, probably, are you at the gym training at the moment? I do a bit. Yeah. How much you? Bench I'm not pressing? a big bench presser. No, yeah, because no. I think Zimbo's up to a good 120. Yeah, good, he's good at weights. Yeah, he's good at weights. Okay, enough that. There's a difference between, <laughs> there's a difference between being good at weights, being good at weights, and, there's a di- and being getting bullied on a football pitch, isn't there? True, yeah. but he doesn't get bullied on a football pitch. To well, be that, fair. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But depends where you want to wrestle, probably. So you'd beat him in a foot race as well. You're saying. Probably, yeah. Okay. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, Ross Welsh, what is it with fine ex Norwich City players staying and falling in love with the city itself? Ooh. I heard Holty loves a bargain down at Anglia Square. Anglia Square? <laughs> Do you like it down there? Well, Anglia Square. I only go down there because my wife does all the sewing and I don't sell in all the shops down there. Okay. But you love a bargain, right? Jeez, why do I love a bargain? Well, I don't I know. This is Ross saying this. It can't be for me. Because the, the Pontins, of course he loves a bargain. It's a good weekend, you'd be there next year. Um, <laughs> you can't... Um, I, don't, I don't like Anglia Square. Well, yeah. I don't go down. I only go down there. Well, my hairdresser is down there. Okay. So obviously you see me there. And that's not a bargain if you go to my hairdresser. It's good though. <laughs> Sorry, Callum. What are you asking for in the, in the barbers? Just a hairdresser. Uh, just a haircut. Shop it's really just a haircut. You don't just go in and have a haircut. <laughs> I'll have a Grant Hall. What else do you go in a hairdresser's for? A haircut? No, I mean, what do you ask? I don't. Come on now. You don't go, I'll have a haircut. He's actually there. He's you there, Jack. Different styles, isn't it? What do you go for? What do you think I go That's for? Good question. Something not very good. No, but what I'm saying is, you obviously <laughs> keep with the same cut. If you go in there every time and say, I love the same, please, how boring is that? Well, I do have the same every time. Well, change yeah. it up. Do you change it up? Yeah. Do you? Well, Are you getting your beard? longer than the top. Yeah. Are you getting your beard trimmed in there as well? No, I've just shaved them beard off this morning. You I need think. to get the yeah. Ipswich Town tash back. I could have had that this morning, but I shaved, well, yesterday I shaved it all off oh. yesterday. Why didn't you keep it on for this? I, mean, I should have come with the tie, didn't I? Come on, on brand. No, the thing about Norwich is, to be honest, one of the main reasons I moved back was when I snapped my knee at Wigan, yeah. I didn't know if, if I didn't know if I was ever going to get back. So I thought, right, if I have to retire tomorrow, where where would I be? And then the wife said exactly the same, what job are you going to do, da, 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 if you had to try it. And I was in the middle of and doing you said me, wrestler. And I was in the middle of doing my badges. And that's who it was. And I said, well, there's more jobs. And then obviously we kind of spoke and then we still had the house down here. Mm. Um, and the wife was like, look, I'd, I'd move back down tomorrow because she had friends here and she enjoyed it. And we, It's a place where we can be where we can get anywhere we want. I can be in London yeah. in two hours, I can go wherever. I can. What's your favourite place about Norfolk, apart from Carrow Road? What the, I just What's your favourite thing about it? I just love it? going on the beaches. Do you? Yeah, I just love going down there, do you know what I mean? The what about Hulk, the Broads? Holcombe, I don't really go on the Broads that much. Really? I, I kind of... Gems, Holcombe. We kind of do the Broads more when we have friends down, but mm. I'll go to like Holcombe and walk down, or go Monsley, or 
Oh, them. Do you ever go to Great Yarmouth? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely oh, place. Two piece slot. Do you have a knife? Oh, not another one. What do you mean? You get ripped off if you go on the rides around there, man. Jesus. Well, I live there. I love the place. It's a bit of a rip up, but kids. Are I think he's on the fence. I think he's on the fence. No, he loves it. He, he, I'd know. rather go. I'd, I'd rather go every other one that way and every other one down to the right, like Southwold, than actually go around in the middle. Though. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, you're here. You're living here, and you're living the dream. Yeah. Sam Pitcher. Now, I've heard you discuss this on the Long Come Norwich podcast, but I think we need to bring it up again. Actually, we'll start with the, with the last bit of his question. Do you miss the Peugeot you had when you first signed? Were you ripping about in a Peugeot? Yeah, good for miles, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you like it? Well, it's because I was at Shrewsbury, so I, every other day I was doing three, six hours. So. Okay. You don't, want to, you don't want to put loads of miles on. You Have you still got the Peugeot? No. How much did you get for it when you sold it? I don't know. You don't know? Well, you must know. Come on. Ago. Yeah, but you should be able what, to remember. You, what, a full log of car history all the way back? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know your stats, to be fair. Yeah, I'm not bad at stats. We're not like me car vehicles. We're not sold for a long time. Anyway, he asks... Who would win in a match between the championship side you played in or the current team now? I can recall you saying your side would definitely win. No, no. No? My Am I misquoting you? Wanna... You're a very popular man, aren't you? I'm going to knock it off. You'll be my kids, that's why. You can answer it if you want. No, I'll knock it off. <laughs> They're annoying me. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Um, the reason my ki- Well, the argument was last week someone gave me, which is the most ridiculous argument in the world. I want Who names. was it? Who was it that brought it up? Well, there's a couple on there saying silly things, and who were they? The argument was <laughs> that the passers to I think it's Punty said we'll pass them. They'll just pass you to death. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous comment I've ever heard. I, said, I think I said to him. One, the way we played, we pa- we kept the ball yeah. for fun. You had David Fox in there who could just pass yeah. the ball everywhere. Um, we had two centre halves who could play. We Wesley, had Wesley in prime. We had Wes in his prime. We had Russell Martin flying up and down. We had Adam Jury the other side flying up and down. Mark Tina when he wanted. We had a midfield that could work any midfield in the, mm. in the country. In League One or the Championship, with Corey Smith, mm. Andrew Sermon, Andrew Crofts, Simon Lappy when he wanted to go in. You got Wes Ulan as 10. The argument was to keep the ball. That, yeah. that was his argument. Okay. And I said, well, it's, it's completely different because. I think you would beat them up, possibly. Not you physically. I think we were more. Di- I think I actually think we were more direct, dynamic. Yeah, was the word I was going to go for. Really? Okay. In terms of how we played, I okay. think we could. We were very. We could work and keep going and keep going mm. to a tempo where, not that I'm saying they don't, but I'm saying I just. I just think we. I think we had. We were a team. If we got ahead, you just back your boys. If we got ahead, yeah, then we were a team that could go. Yeah. We, could, we could once Four, you came five. once yeah, you came yeah, yeah. once you came and opened up we could hurt you true and the thing is with, with our game they talk about so he, someone else said well I think our full backs will get more I said well that's fine you've got Max Aarons against uh, Adam Dewey potentially yeah on that side then you've got um, Russell Martin against Jamal Lewis mm. so there's your two full backs taken care of so we had like Andrew Crofts on the other side who could run f- as long as he wanted all a single time and the, and the difference is we were good at defending and I think that's one thing that people yeah. don't give us credit for is how mm. good we were defensively yeah. and but also what people's going to remember which is what I tried to say before, everyone forgets that our team most of them came up from League 1 yeah. yeah League 1 players there wasn't much with respect pedigree was there really no of course it was not. you all had something to fight for which to be but fair current, team, yeah. yeah but then you've got Moritz Leitner Dortmund yeah. do you know what I mean so Tom Tribal again. And so. also someone said the other day as well, <laughs> which was quite funny, 
was that the current team was bought for less money than that, was bought for hardly any money. Yeah. Well, you can look at our team and look at our well, We did fork out for you, to be fair, didn't we? 400 grand. That yeah. was League One. That was in the yeah, Championship. Yeah. The only Championship one we bought was... Um, it was worth the money, to be fair. Championship one was million quid for Sermon. Yeah. And I think that was it, wasn't it? I don't think we... Simeon Jackson, what was Simeon? 500? Not much. Not 750 enough. or something. Not enough for that yeah. derby goal. Mm. 750 or something. So I think we weren't far off with numbers compared to everyone else. So with that being said, could any of the current crop get into the team that you were in? Would you take any of the current players and, and drop some of your your old boys out? What, in the pump? Yeah. Go on. Just say it. You want to put a little Lenny in there, don't you? In, in for who, though? In our team? Who would you put in? Will you tell me, then? Who would you put in? No, no, you're on the podcast. I'm just here to wind you up. But we played a diamond. So you're not dropping Wes, are you? Well, you're not no, dropping you Wes for Buendia. No. Although Buendia probably works harder going back. I don't buy this Buendia is already better than Wes by the way no, that no, one's the I hell out of me said it. yeah but you want to I don't Southwell old bloody Connor Southwell will want to say that won't he he's not better than Wes um, no but do you think anyone will ever be better than Wes in midfield for Norwich City I think I think if you kept Maddie for the next mm. six seven years he won't be far off yeah if you kept him yeah. it's the same thing it's like you could talk different ways to look through look at listen Nathan Redmond was here when mm. Nathan Redmond was here Jesus he was phenomenal when he was on it, absolutely phenomenal. And it's like you, you look at him and everyone just kind of because he was only t- two years, everyone forgets. Yeah, and that's the trouble you've got. You've got the Murphy twins who were in the pump that were brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And it it, it can flow all over in it. Like Darren Oakley, you'd put him in any team. It, it just it's always going to be that way. Yeah. It just it's just great that everyone speak about it and they're True. all different teams and it's great. And if you speak to other people, they'll probably tell me about like we did about Adam Dewey and. Yeah. And Malky and Gary mm. Hall, and it's like you go and pick Robert a team, Green. and then and it, and then you go to the next one. You'll go talk about Fleck and Newman. It's just great mm. that we've got the opportunity to do that. And so said, good. And they're all di- the good thing is they're all different teams because every single yeah. one done different stuff. Uh, mine was still the best team, but that's that's the different <laughs> argument. <laughs> I love it. Um, Bristol Rovers polls us. We always have a Bristol fan, a Bristol Rovers fan that watches every week. So hello to Bristol Rovers polls. What ground did you dislike the most while playing at Norwich? Did you ever go to a ground and think, oh, I'm going to have a tough, tough game here? Uh, Cardiff. Cardiff? I said that the other week, yeah. I yeah. don't know why it was. I just never enjoyed going to Cardiff. So it was kind of a divide of South any. Wales, really. Always scored at Swans in. Yeah, just didn't enjoy going there. I don't know what it was. Luton as well. Oh, yeah, going to Luton. <laughs> That's a nice sort of old ground, though, isn't it? Yeah, but what walk, was your worst? Walk through the houses and then go, uh, What was your worst away ground to go to? What was the one we went, ooh, like, I really don't want to go there? Accrington. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. And then for Norwich, or was that for Norwich as well? I can't remember that. Um, for Norwich, was there any Premier League? What about grounds? that Yeovil one? I remember the yeah. Yeovil. Yeovil was alright. Yeah, then you smashed it. Yeovil, no, Yeovil was well. alright actually. I still want to Yeovil. Wasn't that your first hat trick? Yes. What in the career? No, for Norwich. Yeah, for Norwich. Yeah. Get that. Where's the Grant Hall quiz book? Yeah, actually. Come on. Let's... I only got two. Here we go. Yeah. Get these quiz questions Where going. We're gonna we're gonna challenge. You only got two, what, two hat tricks. Yeah, two hat tricks. Was it really? Oh, uh, sorry, three. Three. So Scott, who was Oh, Ipswich. oh yeah, that was a six 0 at home, wasn't it? Yeah, that one. Simeon got one. I got one. Yeah. Um, right. Hang on. Now we've got a book here. Obviously. Come on, find it. Keep talking once you start. I'll, I'll get another question up Come while on. I'm. Who would you swap then with teams? Go on then. <laughs> You're angry about this, aren't you? No, I don't. No, I quite like the debate because I reckon it's funny. 
Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. If what, about change... P- what about Pookie for Holt? <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. Two up top. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> Pookie for Simeon. Yeah, uh, maybe. Oh, I don't know, though, because it was... Simeon worked yeah. well with you. I don't well, know that, if Pookie that's what I'm saying. Like... Pookie's too similar to you, though. I'd go Pookie and Jackson. Cool. Yeah, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Right. I think we could be yeah. in the ring at this point. <laughs> not, not the way we play, we wouldn't get any flick on us. No, that's true. The two of them aren't going to really tell when the uh, Sam and Lapping crosses the back stick, are they? No. So who? So you genuinely wouldn't swap anyone out? Here we go, Grant Holt. Right, come on then. Right, okay. okay. Um, who scored more goals for Norwich City, Grant Holt or John Dean? Grant Holt. What do you reckon? Fair work on the top five. I think it's me. I think John Dean's like eighth. Just saying you? Yeah. You did score more than him. You scored 78. Yeah. Dean scored 70. Yeah, I think he's about eight. That's quite good knowledge. Aren't That's it? very good knowledge. Um, it's not like you've looked at that before or anything. No, I only know because I was trying to catch you. And, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah. he had seven years, didn't he? So I only yeah. had four. You only got him. <laughs> <laughs> Against, I got him with the pens. Love, yeah, you would have Where's done. his fault? You that Moolahan fella. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Against which club did Grant score his first goal for Norwich? Legal. Obviously well, it says here first goal. Would it be Yeovil, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was going Yeovil. So it's yeah. Yeovil. Yeah. Yeovil, correct. Right, come on. Lee we're going to have one Lee more. Calls with, uh, was Wickham. Wickham? We beat them 5 2 with all. Love that. Um, right. Being captain, Final question. Against which club did Grant score his first Premier League goal against? Chris? Oh. <laughs> Surely you remember this. No. Oh God, no. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh dear. I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's a big one of the big clubs. Arsenal. No. Who was it, Grant? Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, Bridge. Was that the game that um? We got beat four one. Was that the game where who was was it? Who elbowed Ruddy. the Chelsea goalkeeper? Oh. Was, oh, it was you, wasn't it? Was it you? What do you mean elbowed? Who was the th- who was the thug in the Norwich team that? Buff the Chelsea GK. No, I remember it. And he like passed out. Yeah, it was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been him. I think it? so. It would have been me. <laughs> Do you know what? We were talking off air about this. Just such a, a, a funny moment when you were playing for us. And we we were laughing. And I laughed at the time. And I was a kid then. I laugh even more about it now. That goal against Arsenal, one that at Carrow Road, yeah. and it was the it was the it was the, it was the slowest run with it was you and Per Mertesacker, wasn't it? I remember it seems to take half an hour <laughs> to get there. But you scored in the end. Can I just say one thing? Go on. See when someone shoots, yeah. Yeah. you know you can't just run straight away, you know. No, mate, I'm Obviously, not disrespecting you. <laughs> you're offside, but you're saying it's a slow race. No, it just made me laugh. We're you and Per Mertesacker just probably having facing a go. Well, to be honest, I, I wasn't actually going to run. You've got to remember who was hitting it. Oh, was it Tete? Tete. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you never know with Al. He could have yeah, hit the old in with that. Yeah. But he loves that, doesn't he? He's usual one way, just about got then dipped in front of <laughs> A word on Tete, by the way. Not yeah. in the team, in and out of the team at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's, Should he be starting? Should he not be starting? I think with him, I think he'll be the first to admit now he's not getting any younger. I think he, he'll be first to admit that he, he probably can't do the Tuesday, Saturdays anymore. And I think he's... I think with Alex, it's kind of everyone knows what he is. Everyone knows yeah. his role. You play him when you need to play him because you know what you're going to get. Yeah, I think other people at the moment give you something different. Um, it's been great to see Kenny get in. Yeah. Because what a goal on the weekend, by the way. He's, he's, I've said to him for a long time. As soon as 
as soon as he signed for Mabadil I said to everyone what a great signing mm. yeah. because I've seen him in Scotland he's very good technically he's brilliant he's had some injuries that have just killed him every time you think he's mm. getting back and for me he'll be, he's like a new signing Johnny. He's, he's, he's one of them you paid the money yeah. for him you're not really seeing the best of him and I think when you get him back and, and the thing is now the, the great thing about this team and I've given him which is quite weird actually everyone told oh Alec um, uh, Grant Hanley's out we're going to be screwed now <laughs> yeah yeah you're right Tim comes in you're oh, just not worried are you Tim's out or oh, Ben comes in and yeah. Tim and Grant now can't get in and they can't get in because they're doing so well you don't mind being left out of the team when someone's doing well absolutely right. because it is what it is Morris Lane oh we're absolutely knackered now mm. Morris is out <laughs> Rankage comes in yeah and you think oh Rankage's been on fire at the minute oh he's done his foot right he's struggling oh Tom's in <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah. you look like you've you look. Tom looks like he's played all season, and he's just breezed it again. Yeah. And he's just kind of one of them things. You don't, you're not looking for the team. Every time you expect, oh, we're going to struggle now. Someone comes in, and the reason that is is the way he makes them train, the way they play. Everyone knows in the training, and everyone knows in the team specifically what they need to do in that position. If you're going as a left winger, this is how we're going to play. If you're going on as a number 10, a number 8, a number 6, this is the way we're going to play. Mm. And I think that's um, representative of how well the manager's done. Mm. That every player that steps in knows their role and doesn't look out person. So go on then, you're sounding optimistic. Are we going to win this blooming thing or what? I don't know. I'm not so sure. It's, it's the funniest league this year. Normally the championship, everyone gets to the top. Mm. And you see, remember the old... Um, You'll like this because this is reference to you, Yarmouth. <laughs> no, when you stick 10p in the old horse machine, <laughs> yeah, and everyone bets, yeah. on, everyone bets on that number eight guy, yeah, and they always have that. He has that. Everyone goes and he has that um, run. Number twelve from nowhere comes up. Comes from nowhere. Championship normally, everyone's there, and this little run comes in. It's the best reference we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah, so who's your number twelve then? No, who's, that's what who, I'm saying. Yeah, but who's number the, who's twelve? The minute, I'd probably say Hull, but they because oh. yeah, they came from near enough bottom mm. and they're coming all the way. Okay, everyone else is kind of in there. But this year, this little six and well, eight of them yeah. are just kind of all mm. go on then. It's it's a little bit like go and take it, like go and win the league because yeah. like everyone's knacked up. Go and win the league, no one takes it. Mm. I think they're probably split enough now where that little group is in there is going to be the playoff group. Yeah, okay. it might be the odd one will come in and out. Bristol City, for instance, they've been mm. on a great run. The odd one might come in and out, but I think they're stalwarts now, and I think it's just a measure of who can get. To me, it's a case of in the next eight weeks who can go win 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 if someone gets three wins on the bounce that from you. they've gone when done. What, that promotion season for you boys when did you go right we're up we didn't you didn't not until Portsmouth not until it was done really there was times in that little areas where we were looking said the I I'm in the middle of doing bits at the moment um, and I talked about certain games in the season one was Ipswich at home yeah. obviously because the reference of we were on it. We hadn't, we started well and we're up there and we're a little bit like, mm. do we deserve to be up here? Mm. And then we beat them yeah. and battered them, and it was kind of like that gave us that little kick. And then we we had a little bit of a wobble in between, and then we played Leicester away from home. Yeah, and they had an f- unbelievable team. We ended up yeah. beating them three yeah. two, <clears throat> beating three two. And to me, that was a catalyst where it was like, hang on a minute, we'll just be probably one of the one of the best sides. We're still in touch with it. We're still up there, and then away we went. Then obviously we had the Ipswich on Thursday and the great thing about the Ipswich game on Thursday was it didn't matter about Ipswich it was the fact that they moved the game from the Tuesday to Thursday when you either done it because it had made us tired for the weekend mm. and it was nothing okay. to do with being Ipswich 
It's nothing to do with who's the derby because we were coming. Were they allowed to do that? Well, it was just obviously. Well, obviously they were. Yeah. But it was more the fact that we were more annoyed that they actually moved the game because it was trying to hinder what yeah. we were doing, which was great for us because it gave us even more emphasis. Mm. It, it kind of took the derby. It was weird. Took the derby element out of the way, mm. and it now turned into we want to beat you because that's you're trying to hinder us going up. Yeah. And that's why we literally ran riot. And then I think that was the game that we then realised right we are going to go and and get up now. We still thought we'd win the league. But obviously they just kept on going. They made the tree and weren't keep you. Guys. What a time! Um, I think that's all we have to say. Grant, an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank Thanks you. so Thanks for much for, for coming along. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Okay. If you want to go and watch Grant wrestle, um, links... no, you are going to come and watch me wrestle. Not one to. Or go get, get yourself to Carrow Road. <laughs> Let's break the record. I'm, I'm not. Telling, I'm not going against. Get him. your money to cancer. Come and support me. Brilliant. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>